Well, let's do the time jump again. We've jumped forward 10 years, and nothing's really changed too much, despite the fact that everybody wants you to think it has. We're going to discuss episode 6 of the HBO series House of the Dragon. It's the Watchers on the Couch. Welcome back to Watchers on the Couch. Today we are breaking down episode 6 of the HBO hit series House of the Dragon, The Princess and the Queen. If you were wondering if there's any special meaning behind the title of this week's episode there is there is a princess and a queen in this episode mm-hmm. i'm tim and i'm mike oh man if so as our show usually goes we start off with our initial thoughts to give you a sense of how we're feeling going into the episode we get into our recap and discussion of the show where mike and i make a bunch of inappropriate jokes um to make each other laugh hopefully make some of you laugh at home but if you don't laugh hey i don't know why you're listening but that's uh that's on you And then as we wind down the show, we will list our personal favorite and least favorite moments from the episode. We open the mailbag. If there is any mail, uh, there is no mail, I don't think. Uh, The mail was not delivered today. (laughs) And then we've been doing an analysis paralysis, analysis of the preview for next week's episode, which will be uh, in its own separate upload later. That seemed to work well last week. I like doing it. We've got some Watchers on the Couch podcast news that we're going to get into at the end of the show so stick around if you're interested in hearing some stuff about that pertaining to our youtube and stuff um but yeah getting into the princess and the queen initial thoughts mike what did you think of this week's episode thought it was a pretty good episode i uh, thoroughly enjoyed it really uh i thought it was a little long there's a couple parts a little drawn out uh Mm -hmm. there's a few parts i thought they should have spent just slightly more time on because it was just a little bit confusing, like yeah. one part towards the end. And I'm like, well, what's going on here? Uh, but no, that, yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. What, you, what about you? Um, well, Mike, I hate to say it. This, uh, <laughs> I think the show's starting to lose me. Uh-oh. Yeah. I, uh, I was kind of meh on this episode after watching it. This is, uh, there was some really cool stuff in it, like great visuals and, Again, fantastic acting. I cannot say enough good things about the actors and their performances in the show, but the writing, or at least the art of how they're telling this story, is starting to feel a bit shit to me. And okay. then, you know, I watched the behind the scenes stuff that runs after the show, and that turned my annoyances, my minor annoyances, into actual anger. And I've been sitting on that for a while, um, at least a at least a day and a half. Uh, I'll save the majority of that rant until the post recap. But so I, I I only watched the short behind the scenes one because there's like a episode kind of recap, and then there's like a one that is all about the production of the show. Okay, yeah, this oh. uh, I I don't know if they're the same length. The, uh, the separate ones. I watched just whatever they show at the end of this episode. And, mm-hmm. oh, it, it, it pissed me off. <laughs> it was, uh, I think we're getting into some of the same issues I had with the past season of Westworld. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't know if... Were, were you talking about how they explain things? Yes. That, yes. Yes. I, yeah, <laughs> I noticed that, too. I, I think I just kind of let some of it go more than Westworld because Westworld, the show itself, was so much worse. You know, there's so much and less entertainment to me, but and it's supposed to probably be. Well, I was kind of like, okay, but I did and notice that I did kind of feel that way when I watched that. 
And it, so. it's a, it's another one of those things where with Westworld, it's a show that wants you to look closely at stuff to pick up on things. And then you're like, wait a minute, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, don't worry about that. But this, it's just, I don't know. It's like, there's, I think there's more of a lot of lazy writing in exchange for, did you notice this Easter egg shit in it? And it's like, mm. no, I didn't. I'm trying to engage with the story. Can you yeah. do that, please? <laughs> I don't know. They definitely need to take more time on certain characters and their motivations or what is happening because there were certain things that like were said like, oh, Damon's doing this because of this. Or I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, you're not you're not showing me that and you're not telling me that in the story either way. How do why do I have to know Mm -hmm. behind the scenes? But like I kind of blow it off and just like, I don't know. I I. I don't really like watching the behind the scenes stuff that much because, because I don't, because she, it, it's kind of upsetting, you know? Yeah. Cause you're, you're definitely right. And what, and, and, and you're being upset about the behind the scenes stuff. Cause it's, it's freaking, it's annoying. It's, I mean, sometimes like it hasn't, it hasn't really bothered me too much until this episode is there's like so much left unsaid and they cut stuff out of this episode. That was important. I saw that on Twitter. And yeah, I did see like a hugging scene. Yeah, they like so. majorly cut. And they said they cut it for time. It's like, this was no fuck you, no dude. It's now five minutes. You can't make it. An hour it's and HBO. Six? It doesn't fuck. fucking matter how long it is. Yeah. Like everybody yeah. pretty much streams. It, and even if they don't like, but you can't, you have to cut out fucking a couple of these parts. I'm like, you, you could have cut that out and made that right. Know. Like when the kids going down to the dragon pit, that, that could have been long. shorter. Um, yeah. The the Aegon scene could have been four strokes and done. And oh my God. <laughs> best part of the episode, <laughs> right uh, where fucking Tommen jumped out the fucking window. <laughs> I remember remember watching that scene in Game of Thrones and yelling at my TV, going. Fucking do it already! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, the seed is strong, Mike. Yep. It's uh, yeah. Before we get into it, though, there is something I uh, because uh, I was still kind of initial thoughts. I guess mm-hmm. is that something I I'm kind of missing is some of the humor. There's not as much humor in this. There's not no that Game humor. Of Thrones in had this. a ton of humor, but it did have some. Also. There's not anybody in this show that I kind of like or am rooting for. Yes. I kind of fucking hate all of them. Yes, that is a big issue. So, and the people that I kind of start to like, uh, bye-bye. <laughs> they don't, yeah, they don't hang around. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be part of my, that's going to be a big part of my rant at the end of this. Um, so. Yeah. It's, there's no, like, the last bit of humor we had was... Tapestries. He's not interested in that. <laughs> yeah. That's that's the limit of. There's of some that. random farts. <laughs> it's like who wrote farts. this? Who wrote this show? Yeah. Us. What, <laughs> what if he farts here? Olex uh, Petos. <laughs> All right, so let's get in to our recap of episode six. The princess and the frog. Uh, princess and the queen. <laughs> She's wearing green. So it's not easy being green. It's, uh, it's, uh, it sounds like a frog's coming out of her. And I don't <laughs> remember 
that sound. I have a kid, and I was there. I don't remember all these juicy sounds uh, <laughs> the whole time, but okay. No, kids have juicy sounds. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. Um, <laughs> so we open up on Renera's bed bedchamber. She's having a baby. And no sooner is the baby out than some servant says the queen wants to see the baby right away. So right out of the gate, we know Allison's done a full heel turn. They're not even trying to fucking hide it at this point. It's like, what a load of crap this is. Mm -hmm. So Renera gets dressed. They like clamp off the umbilical cord and it's like off she goes. She's uh, she's the afterbirth hits like on her way out. And it's like, this is fun. So. The other thing that I realized with this, a lot of us, like, we knew the time jump was coming because we, like, even though we don't try to spoil this ourselves on the show ahead of time, we knew enough to know that the cast members change at some point. Some yeah. people might not know that. So all of a sudden, this sudden change has to be jarring for them like how do they how do they keep up because there's some people they just watch the show when it's on they don't know they don't know that there's going to be a 10-year time jump and we're going to swap out the actors it's like holy shit like yeah that, was, that didn't even cross my mind i didn't even think about that dude if somebody uh, if somebody i would be like uh what the fuck what, what the fuck am i watching yeah if you don't watch the the what's coming up on the next episode or you don't like check imdb or like any twitter uh, or promo photos then you have mm -hmm. no idea the context yeah. behind this 10-year jump and you're not going to figure it out like right away the way this is set up because we're going to see laynor in a little bit so right now we've swapped out renera and laynor's actors for older versions and it's like holy shit mm -hmm. but anyway laynor meets her in the hallway to congratulate her and he's like hey uh what's going on and he finds out the queen wants to see the baby. He's like, what? Right now? That's absurd. And it's like, yeah, buddy, that's what's happening. So, uh, hey, come on. So Rhea and not Rhea. I keep saying Rhea. Ray and Lenore seem at least to be sort of buddy-buddy still in this marriage. Because mm -hmm. they're not like, oh, fuck you. Fuck you. So 10 <laughs> years. That's, that's, a, that's a good run. Um, and they get to Queen Allison. And she's like, well, before that, this isn't in my notes, but they, they stop somebody like on the stairs. I don't know the, these characters oh. name, but somebody's like, let me be the first to congratulate you or among mm -hmm. the first to congratulate you. And he's with his wife and his wife is just going like, what the fuck is that? Like, she's, she's got a look that says volumes. <laughs> she's mm -hmm. like looking up and down. It's like, this is fucking nuts. So I wrote that down. That's uh, Lord Caswell. And Renera's like, uh, no, I don't need anything now, but you may be of service one day. Mm -hmm. We're for sure going to see him like again, like they don't, you don't just pass on. You don't just write a line like that uh -huh. without that, you know, coming into play later in this game. So not in game of Thrones. That no. that's definitely and, a Westworld thing where they would oh. say that and then never revisit it. <laughs> and Lenor. What a fucking dipshit, all right? Like, yeah. and I actually really like this guy. Mm -hmm. I really do. Like, he seems like such a nice guy, so super sweet and stuff, but he is a little bit of a, a dumb dumb, at least. 
what he says after you know uh a woman has a baby like oh was it painful or like <laughs> he's like well i got stabbed in the shoulder once i mean <laughs> oh dude mm. it's not about you and uh yep yeah the look she gives about- him the look she gives him is amazing i can't wait to the meme for the memes of that mm-hmm. there's gonna be so many of those yeah so they get to queen allison and she's like Renera, you shouldn't be here. You should be resting so I can throw your baby out the window. That's what I thought. Like, oh, so I could accidentally. Oh, let me see the baby. Oh, whoops. Whoops. Where did these stairs come from? (laughs) Because at some point, like Allison's there, because at some point I'm going to have this one of your babies killed. Like, and that's not a spoiler. I haven't read the books. I literally have no idea what's going to happen. But I've been visiting Westeros. Oh, dude, it's going to be this one. They named it Joffrey. I mean, come <laughs> on, <laughs> fucking. We know what happened to Joffrey in Game of Thrones. We know what had just happened to Joffrey. Like, was it last episode? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not. We've gonna been end visiting. Well. We've been visiting Westeros long enough to know that some of these kids are going to be killed awfully before they reach adulthood. Dude, Crispy sure. is going to give that kid a fucking moon punch to the face. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I actually, I hope all of Renera's kids fucking lure, lure him down into the sewers and fucking stab him to death. <laughs> he can't. Crispy Cole cannot die soon enough for me. Mm-hmm. I know. He'll probably last till the very last episode. He's going to be the, maybe even next season. Yeah. Oh fuck. Speaking of people that are probably still going to be around the next King. season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of people that are still going to be around next season, in comes Viserys, looking decrepit as fuck. He's still alive, everyone. <laughs> and guess what? Motherfucker didn't die in this episode either. <laughs> like he's been dying since the show started. 16 years people died from bad with people with bad teeth died faster than that back then like any fever Mm -hmm. could have been your last if he makes it to the end of the season mike i'm gonna lose my goddamn mind he lost an arm he doesn't have his whole left arm (laughs) that's still doing pretty good considering it's been 10 years yeah he's been rotting away for 16 years oh Man, but he's like, oh, look at you. What a baby. Oh, <laughs> yes, you poop, poop your little pants just like your grandfather. Oh. <laughs> I think my grandson has his father's nose. Mm-mm. And everyone in that room who is not the king, even the rat on the mantle place, like they all start looking at each <laughs> other. It's like, <laughs> fucking, uh, yeah, his father's nose. And then <laughs> Allison is like, well, keep trying, Lenore. Eventually you'll get one that looks like you. I was like, what are you talking about? Well, this kid has dark hair and you have white hair. She has white hair. These kids aren't all white. Uh, this, this whole fucking thing about black hair and white hair is like, I find it very silly, especially when like Damon's kids they don't look anything like him, at least skin color wise. So like, yep. and Allison's fucking kids, they don't look like her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they're all fucking blonde head, pale people. They don't have none of them have dark hair. I think, I don't know. It just, it's, uh, it's silly. Well, and like, what I, have- I guess just, 
And it, so I would say, oh, well, oh, it's only the males, you know, that in this, in Game of Thrones, like the males, you know, that has, has the strong genes. The male but seed is strong, is the. It's not with Damon, apparently, unless they're not, unless that's not actually Damon's kids. Unless it only applies to hair color. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Which is I guess. still. Which is still kind of stupid. Yeah. Like that's not really how genes work. No, but that's fine if it's if it's in this fantasy world and that's the way it is. So yeah, yeah, I guess that. All right, you know what? I'm going with that. It's hair color only. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they did emphasize that, you know, in Game of Thrones. Oh, it's a uh, black of hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nobody. Yeah. Wait, let's clarify for the listeners. Nobody at any point said, um. Kids are pretty honky, aren't they, Lenor? <laughs> What's up with that? <laughs> yep. You got some cracker-ass right. kids. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to have to invent yeah, some no, sunblock it, for those kids. Everything, everything about this is hair color, so like everybody cool right. with your jets. Also, the that. thing that's speaking... Uh, not not necessarily related, but adjacent. Because I haven't read the book, I'm una- I, I'm I was previously unaware of Team Green and Team Black when it comes to social media and stuff. So every yeah, time what somebody is that about, uh, well, the Targaryens wear black and the High Towers wear green. Okay, that's what I thought, but it just sounds so, fucking stupid. It sounds fucking stupid when somebody tweets about on the, about the blacks. Yeah. It's like you cannot say that. Oh, <laughs> Don't oh, say that. That didn't cross my mind. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Please phrase no, it. Yeah, because on Reddit a couple times I saw it like, oh, the greens always say that. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I guess they're talking about. Somebody on Reddit. Here's my problem with the blacks. It's like, oh fuck. <laughs> the blacks keep saying that. <laughs> oh man. Wow. But yeah. Yeah. Listen, yeah. fandom. Gotta, oh, <laughs> gotta get your shit together. So Renera confesses to Viserys, who uh, who tells her, "Good job, good job having a baby. Thank you for not dying." Uh, <laughs> she tells Viserys that during labor, she may have called the midwife a cunt, which gives us another ding on the Westeros seasonal cunt count, <laughs> sponsored by Carl's Jr. Uh, <laughs> but that's a uh, that's not the last, Mike. This is a very cunty episode. Mm-hmm. So. They inquire about the boy's name, and Lenor is quick to chime in with Joffrey. His name's Joffrey. You see, you remember that's my boyfriend's name. Before his smash, his smash, his face was smashed in by the guy that not only had no repercussions, but also got fucking promoted and is right outside this door. Yeah. What the fuck? Okay. Yeah, that's not obvious. Hmm. Yeah. You guys so. are keeping a real good secret here. Hmm. <laughs> So, Renera is quite pissed that Lainor names the baby without talking to her, and he's like, "Hey, man, you got to you got to name two of them, J- Jack Harrius and the other one, like <laughs> whatever. I can't pronounce these names either." Um, but they visit the other two sons who are hanging out with Harwin Strong, old Breakbones, 
who is now the commander of the city's watch. And he's like, can I hold my, I mean, your baby? Yeah. Laner's real nice about it. He's like, yeah, of yeah. course, man. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't I? Hey, so uh, before this episode, I thought maybe fucking Crispy and Renera were having kids. But I guess Renera got a big wetty after, you know, Harwin threw her over the sh- his shoulder. That's a... That's like, another- oh, wow. You're much stronger than, than <laughs> Crispy. I hope I see oh. you punch this guy in the face sometime. Um, yeah, so why don't the- you punch me in my cunt? <laughs> that's Let's the other problem. Babies. That's the other problem with this time jump is like, okay, so suddenly they're hooked up. That's yep. fine, I guess. But like, there's no, there's nothing to hint at that other than the fact that, yeah, he picked her up out of the wedding last episode. Right. Same with fucking. Maybe we're in an air as a whore. Maybe they aren't even fucking Harwin's kids. We'll find <laughs> out later. Like, Crispy is just uh, playing playing a game. You know, love games, and they're actually still together. <laughs> <laughs> Dear love me, are you playing your love games with me? <laughs> you have a drink, Bailey's. <laughs> you have a drink Bailey's from a gauntlet <laughs> you have a uh, drink Bailey's from my milky tits <laughs> so the uh, we cut to the next scene I think it's the next scene I don't remember what order all the scenes go in and I've shifted some things mm-hmm. around for narrative purposes right. but the kids are in the dragon pit and this is where mm-hmm. we get to see Aegon and Aemon Aegon the second I should probably preference that but we're assuming it's a it's the only living Aegon at the moment mm-hmm. there's Aegon, Aemon yeah and Jace and Luke are in there and this it's the scene Jace is being this is how you train your dragon uh Jace edition uh so I forgot the name I didn't write the name of the dragon down and honestly it's Vermax Vermax that's right and he gets it to roast a goat and that's pretty cool so we were wondering, like, is that another dragon? Is that a person? Nope, it's just a goat. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, uh, we- why why don't those kids know how to speak High Valerian? I guess nobody's Renera teaching them. not talking to them and teaching them this? What a fucking bad mother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you would think that, yeah. You know, I or fl- can only real... Uh, Targaryens learn the High Valerian. And I'm curious whether or not Strongs they can't. I'm wondering if the Valerians speak High Valerian. Yeah. Do well, the Valerians mean, uh, are the trainers? No, 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 oh, no, no. The... Sorry, the family, the Valerians. Do they speak oh, yeah, High Valerian? Right. I know that's. Uh, I know if I was British or something, that would be two different pronunciations. But here in the states. It's the same. It's different spellings of the same fucking word. The Valerian speak Valerian. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I don't know, but we find out that Amon hasn't bonded a dragon yet, but that's okay because the three boys found one for him, and they trot out a pig dressed as a dragon. Hmm. The pink dread. The pink dread. And hopefully we see more of the pink dread. I mean, I like seeing all these different dragons and all their different personalities. So I think uh, I think the pink dread will uh, come into play some point. In That'd the be awesome War. if that fucking pig 
could uh, shoot fire out its mouth. <laughs> or just if he can actually outmaneuver a dragon and we actually see yeah. somebody riding on him. <laughs> Fucking go for it. Yep. We need comedy in this show. So yeah. Eamon gets pissed off, pissed off and he creeps down to where the dragons stay. And the creepy also- kid. <laughs> Ooh, creepy kid. He also looks like a sir. He's like the next King Doofy, I think. <laughs> this is a doofy yeah, looking a twat. <laughs> he is a twat. Um, and he almost gets roasted alive, so he runs off like a craven. Was that was that Cyrax that was Fuck in there? I know, man, Mike. I can't tell these. See, dra- I don't know dragons, either. So all dragons look alike guessing. to me. All of them look like to me, except for uh, Damon's dragon, just because yeah. it's so different. You know, it's gold, isn't it? Especially because it really likes to swoosh its little tail in the water. It's like, yeah, I like swooshing my tail <laughs> in the water. You want swooshies? <laughs> so, old Amond gets delivered back to Allison, all beat up looking. And Allison is hanging out with their daughter Helena. Helena. Yeah, and I don't, I don't remember them actually even saying her name in this episode, did they? Oh, that's a. Yeah, they do when uh, Renera proposes marriage. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I was confused about who the fuck this girl was. That girl like, is the okay, one that I guess it's her daughter. The girl, Sorry, the girl is the one that Allison's bouncing in front of the window, all concerned, while uh, in the last episode, or maybe it was the episode before that. Whenever they're proposing the marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Because she's the middle child. Amond is the youngest. Okay. All right. Yeah, and she's looking at some fucking bugs. Like, she's a weirdo. Well, she's I guess a, she's not a weirdo, but I mean, it, it, it's just odd. Just seems odd. She's, like, she's oh, odd. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she's studying it, but then she starts saying some weird things like, it's going to have to close an eye or something like she, that. Yeah, she's she's part. I, mean? I don't know if I want to say she's like partially autistic or something, hmm. but or if she's just like. Because this is fantasy, she's like some kind of like weird oracle type thing, and she's like seeing, seeing prophecies and stuff like that, and that kind of like she could oh, just it, be dumb, like Dumnerius. Yeah, so. everybody could be dumb. So many people are dumb. There's a lot of dumb in this show when you think about it. Um, but yeah, this is where Amon's like they uh they gave me a pig. And she's like, "Don't worry, you'll uh, you'll get a dragon soon enough." And son, Hel- when life hands you pigs, make bacon. Yeah. Hmm. And yeah, Helena, Helena, whatever her name is, says that he's going to have to close an eye to get a dragon. So there's some foreshadowing, I think. Is that what she was saying? She was talking like about them. Like I don't about- know. It just. It, yeah, it was in response to Allison telling Eamon that he'll get a dragon eventually. And hmm. then Helena says he'll have to close an eye to do it. Okay. Because I thought she was talking about that, like, centip- or millipede's eyes or whatever. I suspect like, there's... Oh, the millipede is going to have to close an eye. I'm like, why? Are you going to fucking poke it? Like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But I'm, I'm a sure. dum-dum, so sometimes I don't follow things. I'm sure there's blatantly presented to me. 
I'm sure there's something with the millipede or serpent or whatever that whatever that thing was that she was analyzing. Okay. That's that's probably another Easter egg. But the Eamon closing an eye thing is pretty fucking blatant that this kid's going to lose an eye. <laughs> Eamon is going to get a dragon with like 200 fucking legs. <laughs> Except no back legs. Yeah. <sighs> um. So Allison goes... She finds out about all this. She goes to Viserys and she blames it all on Rhea's kids when it wasn't. And Viserys oh, is like, "Savages." Yeah, Viserys is like, "Well, it kind of sounds like Aemon's an idiot for not realizing it was a joke sooner." <laughs> what a dumb mm-hmm. kid! He looks doofier than me. Yeah. <laughs> so then Allison starts implying the parentage of Rhaenyra's children, and Viserys is like, "You know." I had a horse once, and it was a black horse, and it fucked a white horse. They were the t- they were two beautiful horses, and it made a brown horse. It made a real plain ass brown horse, and then I gave that brown horse to Rhea Royce. And the moral of this story is: don't bring this shit up again, or somebody's going to hit you with a rock. Or at least that's what he should have said. But apparently he likes mm-hmm. Allison too much, which he shouldn't. She sucks. Mm-hmm. So she's like, meanwhile, it's any wonder Ray's kids can tame a dragon given their lineage. It's like, you're a fucking brown haired woman from Hightown. Your kids aren't getting their dragon <laughs> taming from you, you fucking dope. It's like, mm-hmm. you're taking this awfully personally. <laughs> so I don't remember... Is the next scene? I get, think the next scene is when she's leaving. She's like venting. She's venting to Crispy Coleslaw. Yeah, I believe so. About this whole thing, and Cole says, "Yeah, oh, the king totally knows. He's just willingly blind to it." And then they start talking shit about Renera, and Cole goes, "You know, Renera's a relentless, and she's a spider who stings and sucks drier prey before calling her a spoiled cunt." And I was like. Mm-hmm. No, you did not just say that. For the first time, I was offended by the C-word being dropped in Game of Thrones. This is a sad day for the cunt count, Mike. This isn't a feels-good addition to the cunt count. (laughs) Usually, when the cunt count is invoked on Game of Thrones, it's either humorous or well-deserved. The Hound never called somebody a cunt who didn't deserve it. And... This is just because this guy is pissed off that he was rejected by a 17-year-old girl 10 years ago and is calling her a cunt. Like, we get that she kind of coerced him, given the power dynamic. She got Matt Lowered into the room. But, dude, get the fuck over it. What a long time to hold a grudge about this. About what a teenager did. Right. Well, I mean, well, then again, I mean, in the show, teenagers are basically like, Men Adults. and women. Yeah, once you're 14, you're an adult. Yeah. You can so. you can you can fuck the king at 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She Fucking was, no, crispy was, is a douche, man. He's like, well, uh, oh, sorry, that was beneath me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What a uh, what a dipshit. Like I know, like I guess it's episode four where you where we kind of felt bad for him. It's like, dude. She totally took advantage of her position here. And then by next episode, it's like, fuck this guy. <laughs> and then this episode, it's like, fucking kill this guy fast. Because yep. he might actually ruin my enjoyment of the show if he stays on it too long. 
Yes. And I have a feeling he's going to be on it for the rest of the time. Oh, no. Maybe they'll age him up and I won't have to see his smug face anymore. Oh, man. Maybe they get a more smug face, a smugger face. Oh, no. Smugger a word? I don't know. I don't think so. But with a name like Smuggers, he has to get punched. <laughs> so we see Aegon. We we talked about this a little earlier. We see Aegon standing in the window Tommen will be standing on in 200 years. And he's like, okay. Mm-hmm. If you can drop a penny from the top of the Empire State Building and kill a person, let's see how strong this seed is. <laughs> He'll get himself the old hand of the king. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So. Oh, no, mommy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in walks Allison, which is totally God rude. damn it. Every time I come in here, you're fucking <laughs> jerking your dick in the window. What the fuck is wrong with you? Why can't you just do it normally in your fucking bed? Shit, you're almost a man. You can fuck people. Why are you jerking it? Uh, every time. You know how many times I got to get people to clean that stuff up down there? <laughs> uh, that's what happened that, in that scene. Yeah, that's what happens. And that's it. And then she leaves. No, she, uh, she yeah. starts asking him about Eamon being bullied. And he passes the buck off. No, she comes in and she's like, oh, hello, son. Can I help you out with that? Oh, Oh, Brazeros. Yeah. (laughs) No, you're my actual mom, not my stepmom. That's not okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) What are we, Lannisters? (laughs) So, uh, yeah, he passes the buck of Eamon's, Eamon's bullying onto his nephew cousins. But not before... Admitting his brother is a bit of a twat, which doesn't increase the cunt count at all, but it is worth mentioning because it's not a word you hear very often anymore. At least not here in the States. It's good. good. Yeah. We don't, we don't say twat in the States too much. It's always fun to hear Mm -hmm. it. For all I know overseas, you guys are saying twat all the time, Mm -hmm. but it's not very fashionable to say twat anymore. It. The king has a twat. (laughs) Fucking. But Allison's is all, in the eyes of everyone but Renera, you're going to be king and you're a threat to her succession. And he's like, she can fucking have it. All I want to do is jerk off. I don't give a shit. And Allison's like, you must become king or maybe his life or all their lives will be forfeit. Mm -hmm. It's more of this uh, self-fulfilling prophecy. I feel that they're like bringing on themselves that probably would have been just fine had you not been (laughs) fucking around. Yeah. Being pissed. Hey, it's a good wake-up call for Aegon, though. I mean, I mean, yeah. How do you not realize uh, at this point in his age that, hey, man, you could easily, just by, like she says, just by being alive, uh, you're a fucking threat. So you might fucking die when she becomes queen. Maybe. Because there's going to be people, like, like she says, that like, oh, no, I don't... I don't, I don't like the queen women in power. Ha! No. <laughs> I'm like, yes, Aegon only. Mm. Only Aegon. Eggs Egg? with Sir Bacon. Yes, I'm only <laughs> eggs and bacon. Bacon and eggs. Mm. That's what you have on breakfast. Delicious. 
I don't know. It's again, it's like if you if if people would just talk to each other <laughs> a little bit. Ten years, like we said last time, mm-hmm. fucking six years is a long time. Ten years, in case you guys don't know math, ten years is longer than six years. <laughs> it's a real long time to hold on to a fucking grudge. Yeah. Three years. Three years it was last time. It's like, Jesus Christ, all you have to do is like fucking talk about it, come together, figure shit out, as opposed to being, oh no. Oh, you Worst know, case scenario else? all the time. When I was watching this episode, I did start to dislike it. I get a weird feeling about it where I was like, oh, I'm starting to not like this a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it just reminded me, you ever, have you ever watched Succession, the show on HBO? I have Succession. No. Okay, well, I only watched like a little bit of it, like maybe the first episode or two. I'm like, it's just about a bunch of fucking rich cunts. And (laughs) like, it really is like just a bunch of fucking rich people that are just battling for like power and their their dad and get their dad's fucking money and whatever. And I'm like, why the fuck do I care about a bunch of rich fucking cunts? Like that's, that is the best word to use. Yeah. But uh, it, it is. And people have described this show that way, even before, or maybe, I don't know. I think before the show, oh, like even started, like, Oh, it's like game of thrones and succession together Gross. or something. But I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of feeling that way a little bit, like a bunch of rich people, like just battling for this power. Like, I don't know, like almost in a childish like way. In and a meanwhile, sense, like, <clears throat> Meanwhile, with no characters to actually empathize with or be invested in because they're all, yes, they're all so, they're all so morally gray. You can't really get behind anybody. Yes. Whereas Game of Thrones, you actually had like, even, even the characters who are morally gray either had redemption or they were normally good people that did maybe one or two bad things (laughs) or. Mm -hmm. And sometimes not even then, but it's always like the good people get killed. But at the same time, there were still there were still people with shady backgrounds, but were generally trying to do good, like Tyrion, um, mm-hmm. mainly trying to make his way, establish himself, and then like being the cynic, he meets Daenerys and Daenerys, and kind of goes from there and things like that. But there's none of that in this show. It's all yeah. the only person to empathize with is Viserys. Viserys or Lainor her? Um, yeah, Lainor, I guess. Or uh, Lena? Maybe Harwin a little bit? <laughs> um, well, that's the thing. is, But not uh, as much him, so I don't know. The thing is, we don't know anything about We don't about know the characters. Either. Yeah. Like, and I don't it's... know. I don't know Laris. I don't know Harwin. I don't know their dad. What's their dad's name? Lionel. Uh, Lionel. Uh, I don't really know any of them that much. Yeah. So, I don't know. This and is first season too, but I don't. I don't know. And I think the argument is is that these people aren't necessarily important to the story, and they're only there to fulfill a purpose. They're there to get Bernard to the park to get <laughs> the technology he needs. And well, yeah, but I mean that that's the thing that sucks is like, <clears throat> is it is it only is it only to get a fucking big dragon battle? Uh, but if 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 the if the road to the big dragon battle is a bunch of shitty know, people fighting of, on dragons who gives a flying fuck yeah or even 
bunch of people that you don't really know fighting on dragons. Yeah. yeah. So mm. I don't know. I think th- yeah. I'm sure we I'm sure we just pissed a bunch of people off. <laughs> That's whatever. Hey, like I said, I, I still enjoyed this episode and I'm still enjoying the show. There are some things missing from it though. Uh I, we'll see how I feel at the end of the season. Like I mm-hmm. need to give it the whole run before I can really be like, uh yeah, this show's really starting to suck. But I, I don't feel that way. I still enjoy uh, I enjoyed watching this episode. I yeah, I would say I'm not as a long, but I enjoyed it. I, I'm I'm I would say I'm more annoyed than cool. anything at how the show's been handled. Uh yeah. but like uh, overall episodes are great. Acting phenomenal. Yeah. Really good. But it's like you're there's 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 no I have no emotional investment in this show. Like if I stopped watching it, I would be fine. I wouldn't miss it because there's nothing there's nothing to attach me to any of these characters. Ooh, I wish you didn't say that. No about that. I'm like because I'm like, yeah, I guess if I oh man, if there wasn't a next episode, I'd kinda just be like, huh. That's okay. kinda how that's what that's what happened with Walking Dead. <laughs> I just stopped watching it, and I just I was like, I don't need to watch this no, anymore. No, no, I don't. I don't really fully feel that way. No, no, I, I would be, I would be bummed out. I really would. Yeah, but not like crazy bummed out. But uh, yeah, uh, I would be pretty disappointed if there wasn't uh, a next episode. <laughs> Are you looking for a D and D podcast for the dark side? Something more like Game of Thrones and less like Monty Python? Tale of the Manticore is part dark fantasy audio drama, part solo D&D RPG. There's no plot armor here. The dice make all the important decisions. Join me as I resurrect the excitement, wonder, and emotion of old school D&D. Made for a mature audience, Tale of the Manticore is both a fiction and a game. It's the story where chaos rolls. So now we're out in the sparring yard where Kristen Cole is training the Targaryen and Valerian kids, but he's focusing more on Aegon and Aemond and Harwin Strong calls him out on it. So Cole's like, fine. And he has Aegon and Aemond face off against Jason Luke. And Harwin's like, by the way, Luke, I am your father. Um, Doesn't say that, (laughs) but I'm surprised we haven't seen more memes of that. You guys need to get Mm. on the meme game. Because that's a good meme. You can have that one for free. <laughs> so, yeah, Aegon, Aegon, yeah, Aegon's kind of beating the shit out of Jace because he's way bigger. And Crispy's like, punch him in the dick. Yeah, <laughs> use your feet. Hit him. Make Don't him let smell him smell him. <laughs> Don't let him get back up. <laughs> so Arwen's like, "What the fuck, dude?" Like teaching them to fight dishonorably. Well, there's no honor in fighting. It's like, dude, all you're you're all about honor. Like the reason you're fucking pissed off is because of your fucking honor, you dumb cunt. But whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, these kids should have been mine. <laughs> yeah, Princess Milky Tits. She <laughs> fucking rejected me. All I wanted to do was give her oranges. Hmm. So man, I really wish I could have some more milk of her poppies. <laughs> and now I refer to them as the blacks, and that's really problematic. <laughs> so yeah, Harwin's like, dude, you're being a real piece of shit. And Cole's like, what are you, their dad or something? 
and <laughs> Harwin fucking clobbers Cole a bit. Uh, so we watched this in the uh, in the last episode, the behind the scenes. We couldn't, I couldn't tell that it was Cole that he was fucking punching on, but and I said, oh, he's he's clobbering this guy, Kristen Cole style. Oh, he is clobbering Kristen Cole. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, but it's not awesome. Punching his punchable face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Harwin gets pulled off of him by the white cloaks, but anyway, the damage is done, but it's not to Cole. Unfortunately, everyone's going to be talking about this now because he all, but guaranteed that he's actually the father of these kids. This show, like, like I said, I haven't read the books, but I'm led to believe that through this entire story, the parentage of these children is still in question that it's never really established whether or not strong is in fact, the father, like they kind of leave that vague is, is, is what I'm led to believe, but this show is definitely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So they just found out it was him right then. Yeah. Basically. Is that what you're saying? Right. Well, people. Yeah. I mean, that's the confirmation. They're like Cole. Cause everybody, it was like fucking Renera is fucking somebody. We're going to figure this shit out. Then it didn't figure it out in 10 fucking years. This was like the the guarantee. Well, no, some people, some people knew or suspected, but like, this is going to be an event that's talked about by everybody. Like that's, that's going to be word that gets around. And that's like, Mm. they've solidified the, that rumor for people who have suspected it. Okay. Now more people are going to be aware of this. Okay. Um, so Renera's told that she's been that there's been an incident in the yard. So she she's like, oh, princess, there's been an incident in the yard. Ah, oh, crap! Did Dad poop his pants again? <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh, I've soiled my trousers again. Allison, come here, come here, Ooh, wife. Wipe uh, me with my one arm. <laughs> Could you help me wipe my tushy? I I lost my white beat arm. Please help. Lickspittos. Oh, it's everywhere. <laughs> Hello, Green. Let me introduce you to Brown. <laughs> so, Renary goes. Oh, wait. It is. It's actually green. Something must be wrong with my insides. I am calling your banners to war. Jesus Christ (laughs) So Renera goes to visit Harwin But Lionel is there So she listens in She's dropping Eve, sir Uh, And Lionel's like Everybody was already talking And you've all but assured That we're fucked now And Harwin says You know, you have your version of honor I have mine And these allegations are bullshit I'm called break bones, my dude. Like, what did you think was going to happen when this twat started running his mouth? Yeah. I break bones. L- Lionel's like, Howen, you have no honor. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Doggy. <laughs> so Renera is back in her room and in stumbles an intoxicated Lanor with his friend, uh, Carl. Carl. <laughs> so, I like Carl because it's the only Coral. name I can pronounce. Coral. Just like Walking Dead. Can we? <laughs> we'll stop watching you because we don't care what happens to you. Did, but he said, what did he mean when he said he fell down? Do you know? He like walked in and he's like, oh, I fell down. Like, he's just kind of disheveled a bit. 
I think. Oh. And he's like okay. drunk and silly. <laughs> he's not. He's not like I fell on this guy's dick, so I decided to bring him home. If that's what you're thinking. <laughs> He's like, oh, my, my butt's really bleeding again. <laughs> Remember the scene when, like, they were walking back with the baby, mm-hmm. and, and uh, then Laner looks back, and there's that trail of blood that was actually from his butt. That's like, like, Coral really gave it to me, good. <laughs> I, I, I took Coral's lance to my butt. <laughs> yeah, is like, I'm the only one bleeding. It's like, actually, <laughs> you should check my underpants. Oh, Coral gave it to me good. Really tore Ooh. me up last night. Oh, oh. He's got a, he's got a, he's, he's, he's hung like a Patrick Payne, I hear. He didn't use enough lick spittles. Oh, mm. no. <laughs> my behind. So, yeah, Lenor stumbles in. He's like, hey, did you hear the news? Stepstones is fucked again. We might be going to war. I'm so happy to be on a ship and killing people and getting the fuck out of here. And she's like, haven't you heard the news? We're in some deep shit here. You can't go now. And Lena was like, hey, I did my part in this marriage for the last 10 years. I'm owed something. She's like, you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> she, she goes, you've been drinking and carousing this whole time. And Fucking all the boys. Yeah. In the yard. <laughs> going going with all the lusty boys, and now you're going to swallow seawater and who knows what else. <laughs> and no, you and uh, me and, uh, like, your wife and your children need their real father, in quotes. So she orders him as princess that he can't go off and fight. So he's like, womp, mm-hmm. womp. Womp womp. Don't worry, Lenor. I got the feeling the fight's coming soon enough. You get all the lances. I like how when Lenor walked in, he started talking about her boobs. He's like, oh, yeah, with the milk and mix from breast milk. And he's like, oh, shit. Sorry. He's like, you see the nursing. It's like he's mansplaining to Carl about how tits work. Yeah. (laughs) They get blocked, you see, and it can be really bad. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we're gonna jump to the uh the small council. If if you're wondering, <laughs> I have not forgotten any of the Damon stuff. We're gonna get to the Damon stuff here shortly. Um we'll do the Damon stuff all at once. But we jump to the small council, and it's basically a game of one upsmanship between Allison and Renera, where every issue that's brought up, Allison wants nothing to do with. She's like, This isn't important. And Renera is taking the opposite approach. We need to get involved with everything. There's issues with the Brackens and the small woods or iron woods or whatever. What are they called? Mm-hmm. Black, Blackwoods. Are they Blackwoods? Mm. Here's the problem sure. with the Blackwoods. Yeah. <laughs> so the, basically the, the, the two families that fought during Renera's Kiss My Pussy tour. <laughs> so Renera is like, they're going to use any excuse to kill each other. So we should probably check that out. And then the issue of the Stepstones comes up, and Alicent is saying, well, Lord Damon has left it undefended this whole time. And Ray's like, well, it wasn't Damon's job to keep it defended. That's on the crown once the crown got involved. Mm-hmm. And then Alicent's just like, well, fuck this meeting. I'm done talking to her. <laughs> Renera stops everybody. She's like, wait, this is getting silly. Let's try to mend this rift and be one family again. I propose a marriage. My eldest son, 
can marry your prophecy daughter, and then there's no need for this nasty anymore, nastiness anymore. And like Viserys is like, yes, that's a good idea. Aunts should marry nephews, but uncles should not marry nieces. <laughs> but Allison's having none of this. She takes the tactful approach and says that she'll think about it. But then the meeting is adjourned. But when she and the king are returning to the king's chambers, she's like, she's doing this because she's desperate because everybody now knows her kids are illegitimate. And Sarah's is like, this is getting stupid. And it's a good proposition. Why not marry the two kids and be done with all of this? And Allison responds that the king can do as he wants when she's dead in the ground. So fucking fingers crossed, right? Like, I'm, t- I'm tired of this That's shit, too. I'm like, all right, I guess Viserys is just going to kill her. <laughs> Here's hoping he won't, but yeah. every hey, episode. That, no, every- no, that, that, that uh, whole uh, court didn't end because, like, it ended because of fucking her, her her tits are leaking. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I I watched that and I'm like, who the fuck cares? Like, I don't know. Like, it just didn't seem like it was like, I don't know. How is that a fucking big deal? This is is why women aren't allowed on the small council because their tits leak everywhere. (laughs) What? Jason Lannister, what are you doing here? Uh, Whatever. I don't know. I just, I just, like, there's some dumb shit like, in the show. Oh, you should be ashamed of yourself. Oh, you, you and your bodily functions. At least my son has the decency to masturbate in a window alone. You should have milked those tits out the window. <laughs> Next episode, hopefully. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So do, do you want some milk for your moon tea? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Give you some your milk moon tea. For your moon tea. We still don't know if she ever drank that. I know. I think it'd be hilarious if Jace ended up being fucking what's his face? Is Kristen Coles? Yeah. It's like Possible. that'll fuck that would fuck a lot of shit up. Yeah, it would. So Lionel visits the Ooh. king. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, hold on. Hold on. But yeah. like to be honest, like I, I somewhat understand Allison not wanting them to marry. Because in this time, like, of course I don't want my daughter to marry a bastard. You know, like, that's a really big deal. Like, bastards are cast out and, you yeah. know, but so it's understandable. But, uh, fuck her anyway. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. At the same time, it's like, you got to be able to fucking prove it, man. Well, you don't. I guess yeah. that's the other thing that we have to consider about this fucking show. Nobody needs proof of everything. It's mob rule. But I also don't understand what what does she want in the end? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I guess she wants her sons to be king. She, I don't know. This is uh, the only thing that I can gather from this is everything that's in her head is because Otto put it there. Like Otto's the one that told her that Renera is going to be a disaster. There's going to be war. And in order to secure her claim, she's going to have to kill her kids. She's going to have to kill Allison's kids. Daddy says it was so. Yeah. Daddy told me. I listened to Daddy. Daddy told me to fuck the king. I fucked the king. Yeah. All right. Meanwhile, she should have been drinking moon tea if she didn't want to fucking have all those kids. 
Anyway, um, let's see, where was I? Oh, Lionel visits the king and tells him he wants to resign. I'm going to resign my post. And the king's like, you've been the only dude probably in the history of the Seven Kingdoms that isn't a self-serving dick, and you want to leave. <laughs> I want a raise. <laughs> Give me more money, and I want paid vacation. That's something I just learned about. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great resignation I hear. It's a new thing they're doing. Yeah, they're doing it over in Essos. Yeah, they also have what's called a weekend. <laughs> Weekenderos. <laughs> They've got something called a union. <laughs> it's like a brotherhood, kind of. But with representation. <laughs> uh, and if I have to work at night, I want to get paid more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Night's, Night's Watch. <laughs> Night's Watch gets paid a lot of money. <laughs> It's night all the time up there, it is. But. And hazard pay, too. <laughs> Alicent is watching everything like a hawk, and she's like, oh, Sir Lionel, tell us plainly why you, why, why you want to resign. I just told you. <laughs> Money. <laughs> Money. But uh, Strong's not going to get any details uh, beyond what happened with Cole, especially not with her there. So Viserys says, then, well, no, then you can't resign. What happened in the courtyard was unfortunate, but Harwin's been removed from the city watch. That's uh, I think that's punishment enough for punching this guy in the face who murdered somebody a few years ago at my daughter's wedding. And is now promoted to the sworn protector of my wife for some fucking reason. Don't get any of that, but whatever. Mm -hmm. So instead, Lionel asks for leave to take Harwin back to Harrenhal and get situated as the Lord of the House. Mm -hmm. So, but that's not the end of the Strongs in this episode. We find out that Alicent is having secret dinners with Lara Strong, who's a real <laughs> fucking creep. Hello, Alicent. I'm I'm Larry, Lord Larry. <laughs> Lord Larry. Um so he's like, Oh, normally I know the gossip, but I think this time you're the one to spill the tea. Oh, 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 oh. or however they say, I don't know what the fucking lines were, I didn't write it down, but that's the gist. So she fills mm -hmm. him in on the gossip about his family and how Lionel wanted to resign, and the king said no. He's like, Oh, my father is a very honorable man. And, uh, yeah, I can see why he would want to do that. This is this. So the motivation for this was definitely like beyond me watching this. And that did annoy me and watching the shit after the episode. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait, that was it. That was it. Like, because she was like, I wish daddy were here. Yeah. So she's. She basically says that Strong needs to step down his hand to the king because he isn't impartial anymore, and she wishes her daddy was here. And Larys is like, well, we know all know your father wasn't impartial either. And she goes, well, at least he'd be partial to me. Meh. Yeah. And he gives so, me his partial. Yeah. <laughs> so Laris goes down to the dungeons to talk to some people that are sentenced to die tomorrow. 
And he says that uh, he can grant them some mercy in exchange for a little bit of sacrifice. And then we see some one of them willingly get their tongue cut out. So that's fun. That's a good time. These fucking people can still write. Yeah. Couldn't <laughs> they just write a- shit down like... Yes, I, I think it's killed them. <laughs> it's probably safe to assume, given this is modeled after medieval times, that most people can't read or write. I can only write an X, uh, your grace. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 like, <laughs> can't you actually talk probably enough to understand without a tongue? <laughs> I need to look this up. I'm gonna. <laughs> I need to Google people <laughs> without tongues speaking. <laughs> can you? We but it'll a- probably be some fucking religious thing. It'll be people speaking in tongues. We had a uh, when I when I was in Catholic grade school, we had a janitor who didn't have a tongue, and it was very hard to understand him. <laughs> he, I mean, he barely but enough, talked at all. Right? I mean, you could tell. I mean, if I was you older can make than it out. seven, I could probably figure something out. But it, yeah, yeah, I mean, a little kid probably couldn't. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, you could just be, hey, how did you get out? Point to the guy. <laughs> it's like oh, it's this guy with the bees. <laughs> Or they they could just mime him with his <laughs> fucking leg. Ooh. I don't understand what you're doing. Why are you walking funny? Tell me who made you kill them. Quit walking like that and tell me. What's with the cane? <laughs> Where'd you get that from? Yeah. Supposed to be in jail again. Question. <laughs> All right. So now we'll go ahead and jump the pond. We're going to talk about Damon. All right. So it turns out that Damon and Lena uh, Valerian got married and they've had some kids and they've got another on the way. Mm-hmm. Currently, they're hanging out in Pentos uh, with Prince Reggio Horatus. <laughs> Which I don't think they ever established his name in there, but I found it out. Hey, well, before they get there, they're riding on dragons. Yeah, they're doing some Top Gun shit on dragons. Yeah, what the fuck, man? He he, like, what's the point of uh, Lena, Dracarys in the sky, and Damon just going through it? I guess we find out that Damon is fireproof. That's what I'm saying. They're are they playing with this fucking fireproof shit? You know, they got Viserys, you know, with the uh his hand over the candles and shit. Then they got Damon riding through this. I don't know. Just seems, just seems like, it seems silly. Like I didn't understand why why did she do that? Like this is what they just do for fun. Or yeah. All right. Well This is I the Blue say, Angels, right. Mike. <laughs> No, yeah, this is their fucking dramatic entrance to fucking Pentos. Yeah. You know, so people are like, oh, oh, oh my God, he fucking flew through fire. <laughs> He's fireproof. <laughs> That's amazing. He's immortal. <laughs> oh, Worship him as our God. <laughs> people start like stabbing him. Trying to like, stab <laughs> him. Oh, wait, wait no. <laughs> I thought you were mortal. I thought you were a god. You flew through fire. Sorry. I only have magic hair and magic fire resistance. Yeah. But all right. Anyway, back to back to Pendos and yeah. uh, who was that lord that you that you said? Prince Regio Horatus is what I have written Prince. down here, where he offers Regio the family. Horatus. 
Great name. Hard to say, but it's one of my favorites so far. Uh, it's better than Jaharis and Lacaris and mm -hmm. all of that shit. Um, he offers the family a permanent residence in Pentos exchange for protection from the return of the Triarchy. Because as we mentioned with the Lanor thing, the Triarchy is back and is assailing ships and shit like that. So, uh, he's, uh, Damon's not against the idea. He's, uh, he's going to consider it, but Lena is not for it. She's tired of this hashtag van life shit that they've been doing and where they just go and air and Airbnb with everybody all over the world. And she wants to go home to Driftmark and have her kid there. But Damon says he doesn't miss home and he doesn't miss the pol pol politicking. And maneuvering and all that stuff. He's done with it. A maneuver. Maneuver. A me maneuver. <laughs> so we see that Damon likes being a dad, at least to one of his daughters, and is teaching her, I think, High Valerian or history or something like that. Um, but they're, mm -hmm. they're doing some book reading. And he seems to be having a decent time. He just seems to be enjoying it. I like the side of Damon. But... When we get some time with the second daughter, who is trying to hatch her dragon egg in front of a fire, uh, Lena tells her that you know half of them never hatch, and she didn't have one until she was 16 years old, and now she rides the biggest dragon in the world, which would have been cool to see some of that, aside from some Top Gun stuff. I like, could have gotten a little more of the, uh, the Lena stuff, but all mm -hmm. right, whatever. That seems like there's a story there, but okay. Uh, but the second daughter says that Damon ignores her, which I guess is presumably because she's not bonded to dragon. Seems kind of weird that he's all about one kid and not the other. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't even know Damon at all. I don't understand him. I don't understand if he actually likes his kids or if he doesn't. I don't understand why he's just hanging out being a librarian <laughs> like is he a pussy and he he doesn't want to i don't know he just wants to ignore life uh, yeah, reality is life i guess or yeah he's uh he's finally been he was kicked out of his brother sent him away one too many times he's like well fuck it, i'm not gonna go back i'm just gonna drink and eat good meals at everybody's house and be a permanent house i'm gonna be kato kalen of it's westeros like, I guess I will go and fuck my wife finally. <laughs> yeah, so he's not impotent. He's not impotent with her. Yeah. And who would be? So. But later, Lena and Damon are up on the roof. Up on the roof. Up on the roof. And uh, Damon, and Lena calls Damon out a bit on his bullshit. She's like, you say you don't miss home, but. Meanwhile, all you do is stay at home and read books about the history of, you know, your lineage and blah, 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 blah. Meanwhile, Damon says some unkind things to her about how he's she's watching him and shit like that. And he's like, I didn't realize I was being observed so closely. And it's like, all right, calm down, dude. He, uh, he, he's a he's a bit of a twat as well. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, this makes me like. Especially like Lena even more. Like she's like, hey man, maybe I'm not, you know, I'm not the one you dreamed of. Uh, but you know, I've come to peace with it. You know, and hey man, you're better than this. Like, she fucking knows all. Uh, like, 
super sweet. She seems mm-hmm. like a great mom. Like, great. you know, sacrificing her own, you know, uh, self-interest and her happiness to fucking be with Damon and yep. make something happen with their fam- mm-hmm. her, him and the family. Like, yep. Make the best of it. There's, there's Damon's no just a little fucking biatch. What a fuck boy. He, he got, he, he grew his hair back, bitch, but he's still man. a fuck boy. Fuck Damon. He's a bitch. Stupid bitch. Yeah. He's a twat. <laughs> yeah. Damon's the yeah. twat of the family. He is fucking like Amon. You know, we're just re, re watching it. You know, the, the kids, you know, are the same. It's just a it's circle of life. <laughs> and it rules us all. Oh, no. No. So, uh, yeah. Then. Oh, yeah. That's pretty much it for that scene. And then we come back to them a little later in the episode. And Lena's already in labor. And it's all babies all the time in the show. Um, as we find out, that's the entire point of this show. And mm-hmm. it's not going Screaming well. Women. It's it's not going well at all. The baby's not coming out. No. And the guy's like, oh, I've tried. I tried, me lord. But I've, I've reached and done as all as I could. I tried punching her in the stomach. <laughs> Didn't work. I tried yelling at her to fucking push, but the dumb broad won't. I tried giving her like the Heimlich maneuver, you know, to give her the maneuver. <laughs> the maneuver did not work. <laughs> she's probably going. She's gonna die <laughs> unless we unless we cut it out. <laughs> I tried to dangle a little a bottle of milk in front of it to see if I could get, coax the baby out, <laughs> but uh, it's not moving. I but, tried uh, to even dangle my own teat at the, <laughs> the vagina. Yeah, it wouldn't come out. Then, uh, I don't know what my accent is. Yeah, that's, that's definitely the wrong accent, I think, but that's all right. <laughs> so, yeah, the maester's like, well, we could cut her open, I guess. And Damon is, but he's, <laughs> the maester's not keen on that idea either. Meanwhile, Mellow's Yellow was like, you know, we could carve your no. fucking wife up. Mm-hmm. So Damon's like, well, would she survive? And the maester's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> so Lena takes things upon herself. Oh, and very, she- very, good one, Damon. <laughs> yeah. You're so funny. <laughs> very good. I, I enjoy your company. I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> you really know how to lighten up the situation. Uh, speaking of lighting things up, Lena goes down, uh, takes upon herself. She goes down to Vagar, her big dragon, the biggest dragon in all the land, and Tracaris is herself. And yep. p- pretty heavy scene. It would probably be a bit heavier if we had any reason to care about Rene- uh, Lena mm-hmm. outside from this episode where we finally get to meet her a little bit. And it's like, nah, fuck, go. I think more people watching this, at least according to social media, like cared more about the fucking dragon having to kill her than mm-hmm. her getting killed. <laughs> That's because people are stupid. Oh, poor dragon had to kill her. Look, he was so sad. I'm like, no, he's a fucking idiot. It's a dragon. Like, (laughs) she said she had to say Dracarys like fucking 20 times for him to do it. He's like, "Uh, what? Dracarys. I don't understand. I just woke up from a nap. (laughs) Dracarys. Huh? This really hurts. Dracarys. I I don't understand (laughs) him. 
So Okay, hold on. Let me wake up and stretch my wings a little bit. Oh. Hmm. Jakaris, you? Oh, <laughs> cool. I fucking hated you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the uh that was the easy. End of, yeah, that's the that's the end of Lena and the child, the unborn child, uh right there. And uh, Damon gets down there just in time to see that. So sucks for him. I mean, his face is kind of impartial, but <laughs> I didn't get the it feeling. It was actually he... sad to watch her watch her die. And like, you know, it was. And, and then Damon, like, I guess we got a little bit of a. I guess he did actually care about her. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think he cared about her. I mean, he's been he's been with her this long. He could have fucking gone off and done whatever. At that point, I mean, he's Damon Targaryen. He's been doing whatever he wants for her. Maybe he's time. just sad. He's like, "Fuck, now I have to get a new wife again." <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> who am I gonna get now? <laughs> I guess I'll get a sheep. <laughs> So, one of my wife's recommended that one time. I'll give it a shot. So we then get a shot. This is this is towards the end. I'm trying to wrap up all the Damon stuff in yeah, one yeah. package. So towards the end of the episode, when there's a the the montage of sadness, essentially, is we see Damon with his kids up on that same roof, up on the roof, <laughs> and he just kind of walks off, leaving them up there. And there was, so I download all the promotional photos when they come out and there's, there's stuff that we don't see in this episode that they had promotional photos for. And one of which is him sitting on that roof, talking to his daughters and then game of Thrones official Twitter tweets out a picture. It's like cut footage of him holding his daughters in that scene. And it's like, that changes the context of this completely yeah it's like in this he just kind of like fucks off and leaves his kid there his kids there whereas this like where otherwise we were led to believe that he actually gives a shit about his kids to a certain extent yeah and then yeah it's completely different completely so like oh sorry kids deal with your shit (laughs) yeah bye my shit i'm gonna find a new mommy Yep. <laughs> so find a new mommy. Don't be fucking her. And all you people are now with the step moms. <laughs> so yeah, that's step uh, stones, so step moms, step stones. Fuck my life. <laughs> <laughs> so we go back to King's Landing, and Harwin is saying goodbye to Renera and the kids. And this is another very emotional scene, or it would be more emotional if we had time to get to know any characters. Um, and he's like, I'm going to be a stranger when we meet again to the baby Joffrey. So it seems really clear that Harwin is, in fact, the father. So Harwin and Renera have been lying this whole time, which makes sense because it's dangerous. But it also shows that Renera really hasn't developed that much, uh, despite what the show, the behind the scenes tell us like every fucking episode is like, well, this is a real pivotal moment for Renera and really changes her and shapes her and being the person she's fucking off. And like for years doing what she wants to do until she gets caught. Yeah. Ah, 
But then Jace is starting to put the pieces together. He's like, wait a minute. Is that my real dad? Am I a bastard? And Ray totally <laughs> uh, yes, dodges it. <laughs> Ray totally dodges it. It's like, oh, you're a Targaryen. And that's all that matters. Um, <laughs> She's like, yes, you're a bastard. Now go to your room, you little bastard. Dad is not here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Don't so, give me any trouble. So, I want to learn Valerian from you, mommy. Now, you little bastard. <laughs> So Ray comes to the conclusion that she's in a losing battle if she stays here at King's Landing. So she's decided she's going to peace out. She uh, she gathers her kids. She gathers Lainor. She tells Lainor that he can bring Carl because they're going to need all the sword arms they can get because she sees the writing on the wall. So they're headed off to Dragonstone. Mm-hmm. He's like, you can bring you can bring Cole. You can bring Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Carl we need, Cole. need as many sword swallowers as we can get. I mean, swords. S-words. Yeah. That is nice of Rhaenyra. It is. I Good guess. for her. Yeah. Meanwhile. <laughs> wow. So we're going to... Now we're going to pop over to Harrenhal. Pat on the back. <laughs> we're going to go to Harrenhal. The Strongs are on the road, Lionel and Harwin. And we see that the convicts Laris re- released are following them. They're on the road. And then we flash forward. We see Lionel in bed that night. And he starts to cough in his sleep when he gets woken up by Harwin pounding on the door, shouting that he's going to burn. There's a, there's a fire going on, Mike. This is one of the things I talked about at the very beginning of this, is that I don't understand what I the wish floor layout is. A little, <laughs> yes. And like, yes. Give me a little bit of a scene. When they cut right to it, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Like, I'm kind of confused. And they didn't just like cut to it, I guess, because, you know, Lionel wakes up from the smoke and stuff. But yeah, it, it uh, was a little jarring and like, yeah. How? What the fucking? How, this floor layout is weird. What's the floor layout? It's like a hotel. Right. I guess is, that like is this an you know one of those room? ones where you have to go through. Yeah. <laughs> I have no, never son, a- you have to come through my room if you want to go anywhere. I got to keep an eye <laughs> on like, you. It's like that's not how. Don't want you punching anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, or maybe he was just in the hallway and he got trapped by the fire. I don't know. So it was very, it was yeah. very confusing. But either way, Lionel can't get the door open. Um, Lionel strong, door stronger. And they uh they both die in the fire. So fucking That's cool. A strong door. Stronger yeah. than two strongs. Yeah. Well, first he burns his hand. It's like, oh, door hot. And it's like, well, fuck, dude. Get a get a fucking blanket or something. <laughs> Grab something <laughs> off the bed. Get yourself a fucking pot holder. <laughs> the door would open if he just grabbed Something and was able to turn the knob. Yeah, it's, it's door's not locked. <laughs> so he, he just couldn't turn the knob. So this is where we get uh, Larry Strong's voiceover that we heard in the preview for the episode about you know you know children are a burden and blah 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 blah. And I've decided to do without no attachments, mm. which and it's basically ends up 
him admitting that he ordered the That's hit. not true. You got an attachment on your leg. But I'm bum. So he's basically, yeah, he admits to Allison that he ordered the hit. And he's like, so I assume you'll write to your daddy now and get him up here. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> mm-hmm. She's like, I didn't want this. And Laris is like, eh, I think you did. And I think you'll probably reward me for it when the time's right. I think you did. Oh, you sure did. And uh, that's it. That's the end of the episode. So we do the post recap uh, best and worst moments. Mike, what's your what's your best moments? Of this episode. Oh, it must be Aegon in the window. Aegon uh, in the window. Giving himself the old hand of the king of Christ. It's uh. a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, it is a good one. I don't have any best moments for this. I like the acting soup to nuts. Everyone's great in it. I didn't miss a beat. I didn't miss a beat in terms of the time jump, uh, in terms of missing the younger actors. But I did like realize that, boy, if you if you don't watch the next ons or in behind the scenes and stuff like that, and that you you go into this time jump blind, you're going to be like, "What the fuck is happening?" Um, I liked uh, I liked uh, I also liked watching Harwin with his kids. So it seemed like yeah. it's such a, I wish there was more time. It seemed like such a nice time. Like especially like seemed like Harwin and Lenor had a good relationship. You know, an understanding they all know and like. They're both cool with everything. Yeah, where's like, the scene with them hanging like out? Of them. Yeah. Getting drinks. Cool them out. Harwin yes. being the wingman. Yeah. That would have been cool. The but, dragon's uh, wingman. Man, as far as things that do you have any do you have any worst moments? Like things that really fucking pissed you off? Uh I no, not really. Just okay. uh the only thing when the kid went down to the dragon pit. I thought that was kind of a little long drawn out. And it wasn't really that long at all. But it's like, yeah, probably not. Come on, get on. Get and, on with it. And then that ending scene where Harwin and uh, Lionel get burned. I thought, like, it was just a little jarring, a little confusing. Yeah. Oh, I got the gist of it. I'm like, oh, okay. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Like, we're not dumb. We can we can follow the uh, we can follow the story. Yeah. It's just like, what the what the hell? How's, mm-hmm. how's this floor work? What uh, are your worst? Man, so far, like I kind of feel with this episode, especially everything. After, yeah, well, after the behind the scenes, where the they basically, I, I feel like the show is, has been wasting our time for the first half of the season. Like the the behind the scenes stuff even says that when the showrunners aren't directly lying to the viewer, which is something that I've noticed that they've been doing because there's nothing there's nothing pre this time jump that couldn't have been established either through flashback or just narrative. Like they spent half the season. That's wild that you say that. Cause before we started this podcast, like an hour before I was thinking about this episode and I was like, what if this season started right? Started here? with this here. Yeah. You know, with maybe a little more backstory, but basically right here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, would that, would that have been okay? And I'm like, it would have, yeah, probably, probably would have would have been fine. Because especially mm-hmm. especially if you're not somebody who follows <clears throat> every little thing about this show, you're coming mm-hmm. into this blind. This is a you fucking they've rebooted the show halfway through. This is a new start. Yeah. So right. 
yeah, they've they they basically set spent half the season setting us up for this back half of the season, which is just the prologue to the civil war that we all know is coming next season. <laughs> So it's like you have whichever showrunner it was being like, well, we're being introduced to the kids who ultimately the show was about. And it's like, well, then you should have started the show with this episode. You didn't need five episodes of prologue where a lot of the shit already happens off screen or in between the time jumps. Mm -hmm. So and you, you introduce an interesting character. And I say introduce because this episode is really our introduction to both Harwin and Lena, because across the six hours of runtime that we've had in this season so far, each of these characters have had less than 15 minutes of screen time. Mm -hmm. And most of that is in this episode. So I don't know. I get that. I get that Harwin and Lena's deaths are important to the story, but if you're going to make the deaths dramatic, then they should have done a better job at making us care about it because you have like, take game of Thrones, Ned Stark's beheading, Things like the Red Wedding, these big dramatic deaths, they matter in Game of Thrones because you're invested in the character. But there's a – oh, yeah. but we, we talked about this a little earlier. There's a complete lack of investment on the viewer's behalf for Lara Harwin Strong and Lena Valerian. Yeah. Aside from – I mean, shit, the yeah, – the, like People probably cared more about the dragon having to kill her. Well, there are people who are on social media. It's like, oh, they're gone too soon and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, they were. And it's like, oh, this was so sad. It's like, it wasn't that sad because there was no reason to care that much. Um, unless you were just super empathetic to fictional characters. But even that, like the 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 rat drinking Joffrey's blood puddle got more attention last episode than either Harwin or Lena got <laughs> leading up to this episode. The, the rat was back. It didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> Joffrey it's up there on the shelf, yeah. you know, because Viserys is looking at it while he's kissing his ringy, <laughs> older wife. So, yeah, I mean, we don't know anything about Harwin or Lena until this episode, just in time to have them killed off. So it's like, fuck. It's like, okay. Like, I've, I like, because Lena's death happens first, and it's like, she's like Drakkar, and then they breathe fire on her. And I'm like, okay. And then they fucking set the strongs on fire. And I'm just like, Okay. Everyone's gonna die of fire. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like if you're gonna pad some time because they're padding time leading up to the to this jump anyway. Like a lot of episodes one through five, again, you that probably could have been two episodes tops if you were gonna do it that way. And get still get the gist across. So, like, you could have had an episode on the war in the Stepstones. You could have given uh, to give us time with more young Lenor as a soldier in that war. You could have padded the you could padded the results of last episode and explained the absolute injustice of Cole still having a fucking head. Uh, and then, like, the whole Lena and Damon romance thing. I mean, I guess it's not super important to see all that, but I think definitely her getting the biggest fucking dragon is kind of something that should be shown. Yeah. Also, by the end of this episode, when Rhaenyra's piecing out to Dragonstone because shit's getting bad, she should have just said, oh, by the way, Crispy Cole fucked me when I was 17, and he beat Joffrey to death because he was upset I was getting married. Because <laughs> that would have just really fucked shit up. Yeah. I was like, yeah, try to explain that, Crispy. 
and Allison. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, the lack of expert late, the lack of explanation for that for a non-book reader is fucking ludicrous. That Cole is still mm-hmm. around. And yeah, I mean, well, we uh, we basically tried to explain it off last episode. Uh, just that, like, oh well, he could have said that person was threatening the queen or you know threatening the king. Sure, could have made shit up. So could have it would have been that easy. Around. And if anybody still had a problem with it, well, Queen Allison was like, no, you're going to be uh, my personal guard. Yeah, and <sighs> she's the queen, so. Uh, she can make those decisions, I guess. And I don't think uh, Viserys would uh, really fucking give a shit. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's fairly passive at a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We, yeah. Not in such we, a bad way, because he really is trying to keep shit together. And everybody around him is just is like, up. fuck, man. Like, it's like, can't we all just get along? So here's what's happened off screen in between that time. You've got... Harwin and Ray are fucking and had three kids. Damon and Lena got married, had two kids, and with a third on the way. Crispin Cole got promoted for fucking murdering somebody. Okay, let's go. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, wait a minute. So, like, I kind of feel yeah. like one one of two things should have happened. Like, at the, they should have either started the series with this episode and just kind of filled it, let the viewer, because the viewer already has to do the work the f- figuring out the shit that happened off screen. They're already like explaining mm-hmm. that and we're piecing it together. Fucking piece together the whole prologue then who gives a shit, but, or they just do the whole season with the younger actors, make a slightly shorter season and save the time jump for season two, when it would make logical sense from a TV series standpoint. Instead, yeah. instead we're racing to episode six. And it's like, well, if you have to race, then is it even necessary? Like you could have found a way to impart that information to the viewer over the course of the show then. So I don't know. Yeah. Or we could have started, I don't know, or maybe, I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot that uh, really, I guess doesn't matter that much in the first like four episodes. Yeah, not really. Oh, it's, it's man, introducing I don't know. Us to... I'll have to think, I'll have to think about that a little more. If It's, uh... intru- it's introducing us to characters, but at the same time, Game of Thrones introduced us to characters while shit was happening. Like, it wasn't all yes. set up for these characters. Like, fucking Bran gets thrown out the window right in the fucking first episode. Yep. Like, we get the gist of all the characters right away. And then this yep. is like, this is a slow burn. It's a real slow burn, this show. Yeah, it is. What then, Maybe they could have started right at, right at the wedding and then expanded on the development of you know beyond that like with harwin and mm-hmm. uh renera and crispy and allison i don't know they you know that probably would have been even that they don't need. the same way about that that was probably slightly unnecessary i don't fucking know but i i mean either way no matter what they did the what what the what the fact of the matter is, is it was we're getting a westworld scenario where it's like okay so that stuff mm. happened but why is it like this and then it's being answered in the behind the scenes stuff or the official fucking house of the dragon podcast it's like well fuck you then like yeah tell tell the story or don't don't fucking make everybody do homework yeah <laughs> Not, uh, oh yeah, and this was the other thing that pissed me off. Like, there's been three <clears throat> behind the scenes things at the end of this show 
where they talk about young Renera being changed after such and such, like the boar thing, the play in Flea Bottom, and it's all been bullshit. Like we found out real quick, she's the same Renera doing whatever the fuck she wants to do, and get thinking she gets away with it. It's not until like even this Renera, it's not until after her secret gets found out that she's like, oh my consequences of actions. Guess we better go. So it's like it's like all these other takes like on social media. It's like. You know, these characters have, you really see how much these characters have grown in the past 10 years. It's like, no one's grown. No one's developed. No, no, they've gotten bigger. They've gotten taller. Yeah, they've grown so much. Everybody's, everybody's just been carrying on for 10 years. Renera being in a secret relationship. Allison being shitty because her dad convinced her that Renera is going to kill her kids. Viserys still being Mm -hmm. fucking alive. Uh, (laughs) Damon doing whatever the fuck Damon does for years on end. Like, okay, like there's some development with Harwin and Lena, but we don't know because up until this episode, the only things we've seen with Harwin is him grinning uh, when Renera is covered in blood and he says the word green. Like that's fucking all we've seen of Harwin until this episode. Mm. Lena is a kid like dragons and as a teenager, she thought Damon was pretty hot. Okay. I don't know. It's uh... I mean, I'm sticking with the show. Right. Like, I'm not. I'm not like super angry, but I'm really irritated. <laughs> Mike, who's the Hall of Stupid Faces for this week? Oh, uh, I think maybe Aegon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Something about his face. He does have a stupid. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What am I? I don't know. Who else? I mean, I was going to nominate Kristen Cole for being a dumb fucking incel. But <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, he's probably number one. I feel like Kristen Cole, like he's one of these guys that has Jordan Peterson's book, 12 Rules for Life, on his bookshelf with the cover facing out. So everybody knows he's a Jordan Peterson fan, but he doesn't actually apply any of the rules to his own life. He just uses it to point the finger at other people he doesn't like. <laughs> And then other people are like, yeah, yeah, fuck those people. And they all circle jerk themselves in the comment section of YouTube videos about why Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings shouldn't have black people on it. Kristen Cole, basically, Kristen Cole's like a walking YouTube comment section. <laughs> and I'm not our fans in the comment section. You guys are all right, but you know exactly the kinds of people I'm talking about. So <laughs> I think Kristen Cole for all the stupid faces this week. Yep. Chrissy uh, Cole, make Westeros great again. <laughs> <laughs> None of these bastards. Uh, let's see. So we're going to do. So we got a little bit of watchers on the couch news to close out the show. So we surpassed 100 subscribers on YouTube this past week. So thanks so much to everyone, both podcast listener and viewer alike. You like us. You really like. Well, some of you, some of you really like us. <laughs> Uh, but to sub to celebrate a hundred subs, I'm going to do a behind the scenes video on what it takes to put together an episode of watchers on the couch. I know we make it seem like we just kind of sit here in front of a microphone and don't put any thought or effort into the show, but that's the illusion. <laughs> it actually takes a lot of time. Uh, illusion, so, Michael. Yeah. So going into our next episode, our coverage for episode seven, uh, I'll be doing an overview of the making of Watchers on the Couch, which I should hopefully have edited and out before we wrap our coverage of House of the Dragon. But that gives me like three weeks to get a video out. <laughs> um, also, 
the other thing, our entire Watchers on the Couch back catalog is coming to our YouTube channel over the next few months. We uh, we started the show back in 2015. Mike, it's been a long time. I went back and saw some early video bonus episodes when I still had all the color in my beard. It made me feel bad. It made me feel <laughs> real old. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, our first season, Tim, your, uh, your pod daddy here had a full red beard. And now it is almost completely white. It'll be white by the time uh, season two of House of the Dragon starts. I will probably be completely gray by then. Um, but yeah, I probably, uh, I probably was like fifty pounds lighter too. Oh yeah, that's, that's the thing I was thinking about. I was thinking about shaving my beard off so I could yeah. look younger because I do look. I look closer to my the, the beard makes me look way older. And I was like, man, I just really don't like the way I look without facial hair. And also, I never lost my. Uh, my pandemic weight. So I've got, I've got a little bit of an extra chin going here that the beard's hiding. Tommy likey. Tommy wingies. So yeah, all of our, all, we have a lot of episodes that were audio only, and we only kind of dabbled with video for a couple, like the last two seasons of game of Thrones, one season of these American gods or American gods. Uh, so I'm making all those audiograms and starting to push them out on the YouTube starting soon. So if you are a YouTube subscriber, uh, strap in. Hopefully I don't blow up your notifications. I shouldn't. I think there's a there's a button to click so you don't get your bell notified and your subscription feed blown up. But you're getting everything. You're getting uh, Game of Thrones season five and six. Seven and eight are already up there as videos. Uh, Westworld season two and three, uh, Mike's coverage of better call Saul season. I don't know, Mike, what season was that? I didn't watch better call Saul. Uh, I think we did four, uh, better four call Saul five. season four, which was great. I listened to it. I don't watch better call Saul, but I still enjoyed the podcast that Mike and Jimmy did. Uh, Hey, I didn't, uh, watch, uh, doctor who, but, uh, I really enjoyed, uh, you and Sarah. <laughs> yeah. I listened to when you guys covered doctor who. And then uh, Chris and Debbie's Castle Rock seasons one and two. And Chris, I know Chris keeps messaging me. He's desperately trying to get a new episode of his Stephen King stuff with Debbie. It's just a, a scheduling conflict because people have lives and kids. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, all of watch watches on the couch, along with any goofy bonus episodes. Uh, that's just us shooting the breeze. You can have it all, baby. But that's going to do it for this episode until next week i'm tim and i'm mike and now our watch is ended don't get your dick chopped off yeah and don't get your face smashed (laughs) and thanks we're past 100 that's awesome thanks for listening thanks for watching yeah do a better (laughs) job of hiding who you're having an affair with (laughs) until next time Hey, if you made it this far into the show, let me just say thanks. It means a lot that you take the time to listen to us goof around, and we'd love to hear from you and let us know how we're doing. Consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or wherever you leave your podcast reviews, and reach out on any of our various social media channels. Links in the description.